What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. All right, so uh if you're wondering why today was such a crazy day, and uh if you have not checked the markets yet then you really should uh this is possibly the craziest day that we've seen since 20th September in my opinion it certainly is the biggest move that uh, biggest negative move that i've seen in quite some time uh so that's that and it's not just like you know it was just the indices that uh, saw a rough spell it was it was the market in general i mean we're seeing we're seeing like 243 advances to 1363 declines which is a wild ratio i mean we we come to the indices in uh, the indices section but even even the indices did not fare particularly well either so it's it's just it's just a terribly negative day overall that we saw and uh, you know there there are there are, might be a few reasons for this uh, I'm, i'm you know i'm assuming rather i'm speculating that the main reason is uh, because of all all the sort of uncertain events that are going on you know all the tension that's happening related to the entire iran thing as well as uh, you know the gnu attacks and protests and all those things which is which is just terrible right i mean it it not only is it bad for like you know the country and uh, the world economy but it is also bad uh, you know for inspiring confidence in the market so that that must be one of the reasons why we saw such a terrible day i mean think about it if you are not uh, really certain as to where uh, you know stuff like crude oil will go about uh, you know the economy's inherent strength then you ideally will not uh, want to sort of get into that uh, sort of you know position uh, that much because again you do not have that confidence so i feel that was one of the reasons why all this happened and then you know that sort of paranoia comes in and then um it's 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 like a ripple effect really so i feel that was the reason for that again a terribly negative day uh, just just a very very strong negative sentiment even even tcs which was uh, positive at one point turned negative uh, or at least near negative very soon uh, so you know not really a good day for the markets as a whole uh but i feel that you know this this might just be temporary there is a chance that this might be temporary because uh now you know jay shankar the the person who you know the external affairs minister i believe he he is i really am not not too well versed with uh, the cabinet but you know, sorry if i'm getting it wrong uh but jay shankar recently you know just said that he he had that dialogue with iran and uh, america so that's possibly you know like like a positive thing uh and that might inspire some amount of confidence but overall it it really is like you know <laughs> neither here nor there so i know it sounds very odd i know you know it's 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 all over the place right now which is why uh it's very difficult to really say how the market was because it was literally very negative so again we we let's let's you know what let's jump into the indices segment i'll you know delve deeper into why i feel this might just uh there might just be some hope left for nifty and uh if there is no hope left for nifty we'll we'll go 
uh, through the support levels as well. So let's let's just do that, shall we? So Nifty uh, below twelve thousand this time, eleven thousand nine ninety three, a fall of two hundred and thirty three points. That's that's almost two percent, and we we've rarely seen like point five percent happening in recent days. If you're wondering why I'm smiling, if you're wondering why I'm uh, you know randomly laughing, it's because it seems very ridiculous to me that we saw such a random move and this is very similar to the feeling that i got uh, on 20th september except on 20th september i was in the green this time I, i'm in the red uh, but that's fine uh, it, you know it's a crazy learning experience today but we'll get to that in my stocks uh, bank nifty right now is at 31237 that too below 32000 and it's down 832 points so that that's also not a small number at all in fact it is down 2.6% which is just wild. Uh, now, the reason why I think that, you know, there is still some hope left for Nifty is that, A, uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that there is some amount of clarity, there's some amount of, uh, you know, ease of paranoia after this, after what we saw. In fact, there is a chance that it might increase paranoia in the market. Uh, you know, but we'll get to that in a bit. So, you know, there is a chance that because of some amount of uh you know sort of that ripple effect the the prices might have fallen a bit more than they should have right now it's below all its major moving averages except for the 200 ma which is more or less a straight line effectively and uh it's it really hasn't had a lot of instances where it's breached that 50 ma line it has touched it it's taken support from it a lot of times but it has really never breached it uh, properly Right now is one of those breaches. Uh, now I, I was sort of uh, checking, you know, uh, the historical data, seeing whether that 50 MA has been breached. If yes, then what has been the outcome? And uh, so it, I, I could find, you know, I think it was back in June, July or something, uh, that it was breached. Um, and from there, it took, it managed to take support pretty much the next day. That makes me feel that there is still some hope left. Now, if you're wondering why today was such an unusual day. Um, you know, even if, if those numbers alone are not uh, enough to sort of uh, make you understand, then uh, if you draw a, a trend line from 23rd August or 22nd August, yes, 23rd August, uh, so the low of 23rd August connect that to the low of 11th December, you'll see a pretty neat trend line. Again, this is on Nifty Spot, not Nifty Future, not any other index, Nifty Spot. And you'll see a very linear and very clean uptrend line. Now, that has been respected, I think, four times now. And uh, it would have been the fifth time in this week had Nifty continued being flat. Um, and uh, today just fell. So it's, it's now broken uh, out. And when I say broken out, it's, it's gone down. It's sort of broken down, if that's a word. It's broken down from that uh, uptrend line. And now the next uptrend line that we have, again, I know the, these are a lot of trend lines that I'm doing unexpectedly today, but considering how the markets are, I feel it's it's more relevant than ever to just talk about the trends because, you know, just because the markets retrace, even if, even if that happens for like, you know, two, three weeks or a month, uh, does not make the overall trend of Nifty, the long-term trend of Nifty negative. It just means that it's going through a retracement and for that we need to understand this uh, trend line that I'm talking about. So if you connect uh, around Feb 2016, 
And if you connect that uh, to, well, let's just see. If you connect that to around 26th October, which is the last time that it took a proper support, you will see that it has roughly uh, respected that line. Now, there have been instances uh, back in August, September when we saw, of last year, when we saw a pretty massive fall and a pretty massive correction. But those are, you know, more exceptions uh, to the rule than the rule itself. So if we go by that line, then around 11,500 for uh, Nifty should be the ideal support level. If that long term sort of uh, a flatter yet linear uptrend line is to be respected. So we still have like 400, 500 points for Nifty to go. If once that line is actually breached, then it might just be, uh, you know, a matter for concern. Because then it means that we are back in that July-August scenario where the markets were just going down constantly and, uh, you know, the bulls were trying very hard to save it and the bulls were trying very, very hard to just pick pick that sort of extremely uh, negative sentiment up, but they were just failing. So that might happen if that 11,500 line is breached, in my opinion, again. Uh, and coincidentally, that is just below the 200 MA. So that that's... <laughs> that's what it is uh, now on uh, as far as bank nifty is concerned it is very similarly placed uh, except for the specific levels that we spoke about 11,500 and such the overall trend for bank nifty is also very similar so let's say for bank nifty we might see a 30,000 breach or something again this is in the coming weeks and months uh, if this is to be continued uh, we might see something like that happening in this coming week though if you ask me uh, I feel, you know, it, the the worst that it can go is probably till that 200 MA line, which is just below 20, uh, just, just below 30,000 for Bank Nifty. And uh, it's just, just, just below 11,600 for Nifty. So around those, um, around those levels is what it should respect if it's just going to go down this week. Again, I am not really sure if it will do that in the short term if we talk about what might happen tomorrow. Uh, then I feel 11,905, 11,900, that level is extremely important, not only because uh, there's a gap that's being filled there, but also because if we retrace the all-time high compared to the low that we saw just before 20th September, uh, then we'll see that that is, uh, you know, one of the retracement lines, which is very important. And again, same thing holds true for the Nifty Future and Bank Nifty. So that's uh, an important point to note. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned for uh, the support levels, we're looking at 31,000 obviously uh, being an important support level. Next one is probably going to be around 30,950. If it's able to support at a slightly higher level, then those levels might just be likely. And uh, for Nifty, again, that uh, you know 11,900, 905 level uh, might be important. Uh, so coming to the resistance levels, for uh, you know bank nifty we're probably looking at uh, 31500 to be the main one which is you know the immediate one is like 300 points away so not too far not too near uh, 31850 they are like similar uh, similar levels and they are also important uh, resistance levels because that's where we've seen some amount of consolidation happening in the past uh, as far as nifty is concerned uh, 12,000, I'm not really sure if that'll be uh, that big of an issue. 
because you know during the day we saw a lot of uh, fighting going on between uh, the bulls and the bears whether it should close above or below 12000 and uh, it was it was it was really not that bad it was not a one sided battle in my opinion as a result there is a chance that 12000 might be within reach if that's case then we'll probably see 12020 um you know as the very first resistance level the next one being 12050 all the way to 12070 so that is the range that i'm looking at uh generally you know what used to happen at least was that after such a big day we saw some amount, some amount of range bound movements but you know that has not been uh, the case these past few times so we really can't say what might happen and uh yeah negative day for the the indian markets overall but uh whether you know this is a proper the start of that proper retracement that we spoke about not too long ago or whether it's just uh, a sort of paranoia panic selling type of thing uh we never know coming to selling though that reminds me i i came across this tweet um this evening which said that today the fi's and di's did some massive selling so i was i was very curious about that i searched on money control and looks like they did a fair bit of uh they did a fair bit of buying on 2nd and 3rd jan some amount of selling on 1st jan and uh you know obviously 6th jan was a lot of selling so might be uh they might be selling partial positions um today or not so you know that that might be one of the reasons which uh you know contributed to the fact that there were high volumes today and there was a very negative sentiment so uh, that is where the indices are placed that is where the general markets are placed again if the underlying stocks are being sold if uh, the underlying stocks are weak then it's very unlikely that we see you know the rest of the market sort of holding its grip and uh, we just see it sort of tumble nifty was uh, four gainers and 46 uh, losers bank nifty was all 12 losers so clearly the underlying stocks were not strong at all and uh, coming you know speaking about stocks let's come to my trades now All right so coming to my trades as i said today was a negative day uh, for me nifty future was uh, one of the first first trades that i took for the day and uh, this was more of a sort of counter trend move because uh, the markets are already open with a gap down and uh, you know i was seeing that the buyer sellers were all right they were stabilizing i was seeing that there was support at that lower level uh, it was a cip support which is why i thought that hey this might be uh, sort of respected Uh, which is why I went long a future and a call, and uh, if you're wondering why the double exposure, it's 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 a it's a bit of a different reason. Uh, so it's 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 I know it's intentional. So do not worry about that. Uh, so I went long a call and a future, and I ended up uh, you know, obviously incurring a loss on both. I believe the cumulative and I and I took positions in those calls and futures uh, like. one more time for the future and two more times for the call uh, again the strikes were adjusted because uh, the market obviously moved down so i'm carrying over 12000 call just just to see uh, you know if there's that one little chance that it uh, ends up going up tomorrow then i i want to be invested into it so that's the reason why i'm still holding that in free future i took two trades ended up with uh, possibly a negative 30% roi on that um and uh, nifty call again no no not a good roi at all so i'm not really sure about the percentages but it, it is definitely up there in the two digits so 
really not a good day another trade that i took was tcs so this was uh this was looking strong it in general was looking strong in fact if you follow me on twitter at markets with kr and i yes that was a shameless plug for the day so if you follow me on twitter you would have seen that i posted like a three tweet thread um on twitter just talking about how the markets were at open and i said that it stocks uh seem to be doing well i was looking at tcs i was looking at wipro and uh Considering that, considering TCS retraced for a bit and then it was taking support, I went long and uh, then eventually it sort of fizzled out. So I had a very tight stop loss. I exited it uh, very neatly, no problems at all. And then it ended up falling like 13 points after that. So I'm glad I exited in time. And uh, yeah, so again, a minor uh, negative ROI on TCS, but that's fine. So yeah, overall uh, day was in the red. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping I'll recover it in this coming week. And let's get let's get on with the lesson for the day now. All right. So the lesson for the day for me uh, was to understand when to get into a trade and when not to. Now there is a common saying in uh, sort of this world that, and you might have heard it, that uh, not taking a trade is also considered as a trade because it is a measure. It is a way for you to protect your risk. So. Uh, you know, had I not taken a trade today, I would have protected my capital by a, by a reasonable amount. I would not say that it was a huge amount because I am not too foolish with my capital, but, I, but it would have been a reasonable amount. So, <clears throat> you know, if you cannot, you know, if you cannot afford to put that much to risk, do not get into it. Now, had I had I done the same thing that I did on Friday, you know, once that gap down was respected, had I shorted it, I would have made a reasonable amount of money. Uh, but my contextual reading said that there is a chance that it might recover, which is why even though the risk was higher, the potential rewards that I could have seen were higher. So I was able to put that money, you know, to risk and uh, for a chance to, you know, get that return. And in the end, it did not work out. But, you know, uh, the capital that I risk was the kind of capital that, you know, I was willing to part with in order to make that return. So had I not, you know, had I not been careful about my trades, I would have possibly lost a lot more than I lost today. Trust me, had I not been strict with my stop losses, I would have uh, lost at least twice as much as I did today. In fact, the nifty future alone after I squared it off uh, went down by like 40, 50 points. So I believe I had squared it off at 101 or so and... uh, it's 12,040 right now, so 60 points straight away. And uh, yeah, I mean, just just make sure you are very, very, very aggressive with your risk management because if you if you are just chasing returns and returns and returns, then uh, you might never know. But such a market like this, it might just wipe you out, and you will never understand what happened. And uh, thankfully, I was not too aggressive with my returns, and I was, you know kind of in my senses when I was doing my risk management. So I was able to sort of cut my losses and protect my capital. But not a lot of people are able to. I've seen this uh, happen a lot of times. So I just thought I'd mention that. And that's the lesson for the day. And yeah. So I hope you found this helpful and informative. Again, this was a bit of an unusual day for me, which is why this episode was like, you know, iffy. Because I know it said that do not like, get your head into the markets a lot because then you'll 
you'll you know not be able to separate the emotions from the market movements and such but purely from you know an analysis point of view this was just so exciting because that uptrend line was broken and we saw those higher uh, volumes compared to those past week volumes that we've been seeing and that FIDI uh, selling was happening so so many events were happening and uh, the market was just wild during the day which sort of got me all pumped up despite the you know despite the day's outcome uh, which is why I'm kind of you know kind of excited <laughs> to see what happens uh, in this coming week just yesterday if you look at yesterday's episode title you'll see something big coming up or something interesting coming up or something uh, because that is literally what I felt was going to happen because you're seeing the kind of build-up that the markets had and you would have sort of felt that it's either gonna like break out or it's gonna retrace uh, and you know right now really can't say uh, tomorrow should probably give us a fairer idea if this was just a one-time thing or if it's going to be the start of a retracement if it's gonna be the start of a retracement then uh, you know might as well short it while you still have time if it's not going to be a retracement then of course do not short it uh, it's kind of obvious uh, but yeah i'll leave you with that i know this is this is a slightly longer and an unusual episode as far as the analysis goes uh, but then it was a slightly unusual day, so looks like the podcast perfectly matches uh, the day's trading, don't you think? And yeah, happy trading tomorrow. Hope, uh, hope you know it's it's profitable for you. If you made any losses today, I hope uh, you you are able to recover them. If you made any gains today, I hope you are able to protect and grow them. And I'll leave you with that again. At markets with KR, at Indian markets with KR, you know, at markets with KR on Twitter, at Indian markets with KR on Instagram. Uh, I'll I'll try to like post more live stuff. So even if you are not sitting in front of the screen, you know what's happening in real time. And yeah, happy trading tomorrow.